Welcome back to the Highline Podcast. Thank you again for joining us. I want to react to a result last night because we I went in more specifically, me. I went in more specifically on Chelsea in the last pod and basically said, look, all their players aren't good, good enough. And I stand by everything I said, but I have to recognize when a team goes out, because I, I actually watched the game myself, I normally don't watch the kind of the earlier rounds in FA Cup midweek. But I watched the game. Uh, they were really good. Were they? they I were, didn't see it. Really, they were really good. Enzo was really good. Gallagher was really good. Jackson was a threat. It just Enzo's free kick. I've seen the goal. That was yeah. Yeah. brilliant. But look, big statement from him as well but, in the but, celebration. But what I kind of... Yeah, well, he did the same at Benfica. But what I want to kind of touch on is... Is this Chelsea team a good cup team? Because evidence would suggest that they've been they're in two cups this year. Obviously, they're they're not in in Europe, so they're in the FA Cup and the Carabao. They're in the final of the Carabao Cup, and they've gone through now. They've beat Aston Villa away at Villa Park. Not an easy place to go. What's the mentality shift that they can't seem to get a run going in the Premier League? But in the cups, they seem to find success. What is that? I'm not sure, to be honest. I don't know. Can I can I tell you my theory? And this is kind of a theory on on, on even going back to cup teams back in the back a few years. Even the kind of looking at the 05, 06, really really strong Liverpool side in Europe when they were just always a threat. But but even going 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 with this Chelsea team in the league, they they they're out of everything. They're not going to get relegated. They're not. They're not going to make it into Europe. They're, they're no, not. They won't. And in the stage they're at now. And it's when it gets to the kind of dying embers that you get the, the harder games in the Cups. So you look at Liverpool. Still in Europe. First in the Premier League by a couple of points trying to keep off Man City and Arsenal. And Spurs, you can throw them in. That they play them in the final of all the trophies Liverpool are still very much in, that final will be the least of their worries. You look at the FA Cup, you look at Aston Villa, Aston Villa are in a position in the league that they could not have imagined 12, 14 months ago. So they're really trying to hold on to their position there. They've had a patchy enough month, month of January since Christmas, but they're really trying to hold that end okay, out of the Carabao, but they're also in Europe. And they're really focused on Europe because they haven't been in this position in a while. So when they kind of, when they had Chelsea in the FA Cup last night, you think, again, of all of their priorities right now, maybe that FA Cup is the least. Whereas Chelsea going into these games, each league game on a Sunday and a Saturday, there's, n- there's not a huge amount. It's almost just trying to get that, turn that corner again. I called it when United were constantly turning corners this year, earlier on in the season. They're constantly just trying to turn a corner and build some momentum, constantly trying to turn a corner, but it's not, they're not vying for anything. So when they get to these situations in these cups, they're saying, well, if we win today, and Potch definitely plays into this, there's no doubt we win today, 
we only have, you know, we get these games and we can really give the fans something to cheer about. The fans get back on side. You, you can get a lot out of a cup. You've seen Ten Hag last year with United with cups. An FA Cup kept Ferguson in his job back in the day. So I think Chelsea have that advantage of, at the minute, everything is on these two cups, which makes them a real threat in these two cups. Do you think that, do you agree with any of what I just said? I think that's a brilliant point, really. I think they've got to be just doubly motivated for these cup games because it's all they have. Yeah. It's all their, it's all Pochettino's hanging on to. Exactly. Because the season ends, no trophy, and a 10th, if not even lower Lower. than 10th finish, there's not a lot of evidence there that Pochettino can say, I'm the man to drive you forward. Yeah. But if he says, got the two cup finals, 1-1, 1-2, yeah. But I got to two cup finals. Yeah. Look at the performances in the cup finals. It yeah. shows that when they get to these cups, the players are good enough. They can get on my side. I can get them to play in these sort of games. Yeah. So, yeah, I know I do. I agree with everything you said there. Because I think you can really, you could show to an owner evidence last night that, and this is a very good Aston Villa team. I, the Villa didn't rest too many. But you can show these players are able to compete Pochettino came out fighting in his press conference before yeah. that game and he said that he still believes in his players he has still believes that they're good players and that he can get the job done with them yeah. they repaid his trust that's not a team that have given up on their manager yesterday definitely not this, in the celebrations and the way they played came firing out of the blocks Enzo pointing at the fans yeah, jersey out all up, the players yeah. running up and celebrating it was probably the first sign of togetherness I've seen in that Chelsea team all season and they've had their, think of their best performances this season so the win against Spurs was it a good performance? No no. it only it took Spurs to go down to nine men for Chelsea to start playing football Yeah, and even at that it was the draw bad. against City was good but still it was just a draw it was it was good though at was... least in this game they went to a tough place to mm-hmm. go Villa Park against a team that have been so impressive this season mm-hmm. they won convincingly and they deserved their win they deserved their win so they, they absolutely Pochettino will be there'll be a much better feel around Cobham and Chelsea and going to Crystal Palace at the weekend yeah they'll be thinking they can get another win Pochettino's just got to take it game by game Bastard. with these Bastard. because there's no point looking too far ahead he needs to just get performances in and he needs to get players I think Pochettino's biggest thing right now is he needs to find his start 11 and he just, needs to stick with it just going to say that the way the way Pochettino could approach this, I think this was actually the point you were just about to make. Each game, he'd be saying to these players, "Look, I'm looking at picking my team here for the, fi- the cup final, and each FA Cup knockout now. That's what I'm looking to find my best team here." So he, he's just saying to these players in each league game, "Go out and prove to me you deserve to start," and that that that'll bring better performances alone, definitely, because it'll it'll add motivation for the players that really maybe isn't there. Which is look, fair enough, but it's down to them. That could add the motivation that's needed for the league. And it'll help Pochettino. Definitely, yeah. yeah. Definitely. Now, I want to move along because there was a winner last night, but there was also a loser. And that Aston Villa team, it was a bad loss to a team that are really struggling right now. There was a lot of players, sorry, a lot of pundits during the weekend just tearing Chelsea, including us. We, t- we toured them last night. United travelled to Villa Park, so it's the exact same fixture in the Premier League. On Sunday. Is Eric Ten Hag looking at the game last night, which he did watch, is he looking at that game thinking, 
he likes what he sees and he likes the way it went and it's a positive that 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 kind of Emery side got a bit of a kick or do you think they'll be on guard now? I'd be weary now. I think Emery will tear into them. Yeah. I think they'll come out fighting on Sunday. Especially with the league is obviously a big motivator for them. Yeah. Getting in the top four. United, they will not, not want to, they will not want to give United momentum. No. Like this game very, very quickly. This is a six pointer this game. This is huge. You know, an eight point deficit or an eight point margin is tough. This close, this far on in the season. But a five point deficit is not that hard. But, but what you have to think about and this is definitely what's going through the United camp. Yeah, it's eight right now. You go out there and you let Aston Villa win. It's eleven. That's what I mean. Impossible. It's, it's hard after that. If you no, turn it's, it's, it, you turn it to five. It's it's achievable. You turn it to five, you get exactly. and you think about you think about Villa's. Sorry, I wouldn't call it downturn in form, but they downturn haven't they haven't been themselves since they lost at Old Trafford. Hmm. And United, the way Villa play. Ten Hag will have the front three and Bruno all week just timing runs. In because behind. with that high line and that front three for United, that's a potential field there. Yeah. And Villa Park, last two games of Villa Park, they lost to Newcastle convincingly. Very. They lost to Chelsea convincingly. And Villa Park is their stomping ground. It's their fortress. They broke records there this and season. And once, if Villa Park starts to lose that a little bit, Villa will start to struggle. And I think United could potentially have... Mm. A lot of joy with that high line, but Villa have trained that magnificently well. So it won't be easy. It's not as easy as just pinging balls in behind. No, no. They no. will catch them offside, so they'll have to be very clever with their movements and very clever with their build-up play. Because Villa Park's tight pitch, they'll close in on that back four, and without Martinez, they'll find it hard to build build up. But don't forget, it. you can flip it the exact other way because the way Aston Villa like to attack is in behind the high line. So it's how Eric Ten Hag sets up in terms of the two centre halves obviously huge miss especially with Villa's style of attack and the Martinez is out with his pace his, even his composure likely it'll be Maguire Varane so the way Ten Hag loves to set up is he, he'll put one of those centre halves primarily on Watkins so one of them will be stuck to Watkins likely Varane but Watkins will probably hover to Maguire Watkins will drop deep pull one of them and that'll leave space for the two wingers in behind or a winger will come inside, pull one of the centre halves, and leave Watkins in behind. So it, it's going to be one of those. It's games. going to be a very interesting matchup. There's going to be one on ones. Yeah, I think it could be a very entertaining game. Actually, I think so there could be a lot of goals in it. So do I. Or if not a lot of goals, there'll be a lot of attacks. There'll be a lot of chances yeah. because the way both teams play. Like look at the game with Old Trafford, three two. Yeah, a lot of goals, a lot of chances. I want to chat about the, whoever wins that game. That's what I was going to say. The con- the consequences. They'll take a, there'll game. be a lot of confidence to take from winning that game. I'd, I'd go teams. as far as to say if, if Manchester United go to Villa Park and lose, it's over. I would be inclined to say that as well. I think it's over. I think 11 points. It's too hard. And that's only to Villa. Like, we're not, there's, there could be four teams ahead of Villa. Mm. So, you know, you have Spurs, Spurs are there, Arsenal, well. City, Liverpool. So, Villa mightn't even be on top. This is only keeping up to Villa here with, with Man United. I think if they go to Villa Park and lose they have no chance of, of Champions League football next season. But if they go to Villa Park and they get a win, another good performance, they have a very, very favourable run of fixtures in the league after this Villa game. You know, they have, on paper, no league, no league game is easy. Like, like saluting away is no easy feat. But it's a team coming up near the relegation zone. It's a chance. They have to win. 
They have to win those games. So I think it's a huge, huge chance if they if Manchester United can go within five points of Villa, going to Luton, go. I think it's Palace. These sorts of games, I think it's a huge, huge opportunity for Man United. Yeah, I said it in the last episode that United could very easily just throw these last two wins out the out the window with these nothing. next two away games. Means nothing because those next two away games they're really tough, and I think it's. It'll be a big test for the mentality of this. You can nearly call it a new team for Eric Ten Hag because they haven't really started, haven't really played together yeah. ever. Yeah. The front three is new. Cobby in the midfield is new. Yeah. The back four is kind of similar, but still Martinez is such a big miss. Onana and goal is new. So it'll be a big test for Ten Hag. And Ten Hag said in his press conference today that every game from now to the end of the season is final. And he's not wrong. No, it's not. It's be, but it, that's down to they're such poor. That's that's down to how they played all season. Yeah, that's why they're in this position. I mean, it's it's no surprise. Um, but they had a great win against West Ham at the weekend. West Ham not great at the weekend. Moyes going into the last six months of his contract. Does he deserve a new one? I find this conversation very interesting. I really do. This I've, is uh, and I've given mo- it a lot of thought. I don't. What I'm going to say here is it's going to come off as negative on David Moyes, and I actually have a lot of respect for David Moyes. When he took over West Ham, they were in 17th, relegation battlers. No one could have dreamed that five years later, David Moyes would have them consistently in Europe and a European trophy and finishing top eight. Every season. Hmm. So for that, David Moyes deserves a lot of credit. Incredible amount. But there always comes a time where there's a passing of the torch. And a manager has taken you as far as he can get. David Moyes is never going to get West Ham breaking past that top eight. Barrier. Maybe West Ham fans don't want to go any further than that. Maybe they're happy with what they're getting. They're really good in Europe. They made it to the semi-final the year before they made it to the final and won. So they're on a run now of semi-final, final and winners. And they're in the Europa League now. And the way West Ham played, they're solid. They've got a good home stadium. They've got good support and they've got good players. They could go far in the Europa League as well, maybe another quarter semi-final. Mm. And that's amazing job by David Moyes. It's amazing. But I look at that West Ham team and I think they have really good players. And I think they could play really good football. And I know football is it's a results business. Yeah, it's not about performances. It's not about how you play with the ball. Personally, me, I would love my team to play football in a way that is good on the eye, effective, and get your results rather than play horrible football and get the win, or sometimes win, sometimes lose. We've had both, by the way, in terms of watching football. We've seen all forms of football. Yeah. So, I just sometimes, I just think some of them forward players like Kudus, Paqueta, Bowen, and they're feeding off scraps. I'm thinking, ye are better than that. If they could generate chance after chance after chance, they would blow teams away. Mm. They've Ward Prowse in midfield, superb player. Alvarez was amazing the other day. The way he can he can come in, he can take control of the ball, he can play it left, right, forward, backwards. And you've got Paqueta and you're wasting him out on the left wing. 
he's a number 10 but Ked is a number 10 and should be central to the game in every game he's in I think they do alternate in fairness he's not it's, I think their front three isn't as rigid as, as sometimes it looks they, they they can switch around they can switch around but did they, how many chances do they generate it's, they don't yeah it's the chance creation I had this conversation today I was in the barber chair and he, my barber is actually a West Ham fan and it actually came up about Moise's contract and kind of said he, he, you know he kind of made the point of people he can't understand people not wanting Moise to get a new contract but he wanted Moise he wants basically Moise to sign a new deal and it is understandable in fairness when you think about the first half of your statement where they were what they're doing now it's incredibly impressive incredibly impressive but even when I I know you watch every game without a doubt on the games I've seen of West Ham even going back to the game we watched live at the weekend I know they weren't probably at their best but it nearly makes the game worse because yes they're so compact and they just don't like I, I felt like they got a chance it was just from a corner oh, or set a, pieces or a free kick in a, in a, in a dangerous position it wasn't good football no uh, we also I made this point he also told me to go back and look at games such as the Arsenal win at the Emirates in the league that was a great win but not a great no like it was a great defensive performance but then again I remember Arsenal had something like above 2.5 expected goals it's like they could have scored 3 they could have scored 4 they could have they didn't that's been Arsenal all season yeah. that game could have been a 4-2 could have been a 5-2 but it wasn't they won 2-0 and props West Ham are in a good position they're in 7th mm. but they have a good team West Ham have a good team I should. I don't expect West Ham to be outside the top 8 Yeah. I expect West Ham to be playing football good football with the team they have when I, the, only, the only reason West Ham don't like if I look at West Ham's team the only thing that isn't nice on the eye is the back 4 but everything else is silky technical players yeah. and they're just wasted by getting one chance a game, which Bowen, in fairness to him, generally takes. So imagine if he was getting three or four chances a game. I know. And Kudus was getting three or four chances a game. Yeah. Because Paqueta can do that. Paqueta can split defences for fun. Yeah. He just doesn't have the opportunity to ever. It's the ball's hoofed up to him. They're hoping that it falls for him and they hit on the counter. I just think it's a complete waste of the attributes that those players have. And they will, no doubt, look to move on in the future because mm -hmm. they'll think, I can be doing so much more here. I'm already doing incredibly with the lack of chances I'm getting now. Hmm. All I have to do is go to a big team. Like, say Salah does leave Liverpool. I, Liverpool have been linked with Bowen for years. Yeah. So I can see that as being yeah. a move Liverpool would make. Hmm. I think he absolutely rips the place up there with in, the amount of chances Liverpool. they get. I think he rips it up. I think West Ham have fantastic, unbelievable players. Kudus. I've seen Kudus the weekend. So good. He's so good. So, so good. He is so, so good. Like these players, just West Ham can do... But then you think, can West Ham do much more? They might stay this where they are. Was, this is what I was going to actually say. This is the question I was moving on to, right? So I, I'm getting the impression you if, you, if you were leaning as a West Ham fan, you would rather maybe Moisey take a step back. Thanks for everything. Get a new hungry attacking manager in. So just just 
because there's going to be a huge, huge movement of managers this summer. Massive. So say a Deserby comes in. Or say, now he's probably going to go to a bigger, a bigger club to West Ham. But anyone could come in. Just say get to get a new manager. And this, these, these pool of players. Where, 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 where are they going? I look. How much higher? I look at Villa this season. I look at Newcastle last season. Now West Ham have a budget there. They've spent big. They have money, and they've spent it really well. Mm, they've spent it really well. I mean, I think Paqueta was 40 million plus. I think Kudus was 30 million plus. So they have... Alvarez was 30 million. They have the funds there. They have similar funds to Villa. Declan Rice funds now, to be fair. And they have Declan Rice funds. Well, no, that them. they are the Declan Rice funds now. Like, they sell Paqueta in the summer, that's another 100 million. They sell yeah. Bone, that's 50 million. Like, they're good. West Ham, with the way they've recruited, they're always going to have money coming in. Yeah, yeah. And they've shown that they can recruit well. Yeah. So I look at those teams, I think, similar budget... Why can't they do that? Mm. Why can't they? I don't see why they can't. Push really push for that. Push really high. They've got a fantastic stadium as well. Yeah. They've got they've got it all. Mm. Moyes has he overachieved from where he came from? Without a doubt. Yes. Without a doubt. But right now, he's achieving what West Ham should be achieving. But that's all his work. Now, I wouldn't get rid of Moyes unless you had someone you know, that young, hungry manager that you know is going to come in and you're fully convinced by him. Because I don't think it's worth the risk. No, no, it's not. Because you have Moyes there, it's safe. But I just don't think Moyes is doing the team justice in terms of the way they play football. And I think if they were playing really good football and they were pushing, I think they'd have a better chance of those players staying rather than waiting for them to move on, being a platform team. But they, I think they can be more than a platform team because mm. Villa are becoming more than a platform team now. Mm. Yeah. Newcastle are becoming more of a platform team. Yeah, well, team. without a doubt. With Newcastle, the witch I think West Ham, I think West Ham can do that, in my opinion. So it'll be interesting to see. I think, I think he will get the contract extension. I think he will. But it'll be interesting to see with the amount of movement in managers, how many different managers come in. Like a different manager could come in that West Ham could maybe view that they missed out on mm. and they could fall back and other teams could go further. Yeah. But that's, we'll see. Don't forget David Moyes, if he does go this summer, he's leaving a job very well done. Fantastic he's not job getting done. Sacked. That's what like I mean. He, he's, he's very, very employable. Yeah. Yep, that's what I mean. And he had come back to West Ham after some... Very poor ah, stints. stints. So, my, like, I'll just, for the record, I've huge respect for David Moyes. Yeah. He's done a brilliant job. Hmm. But there is always a ceiling. And I think he's hit the ceiling. And I think he can pass on the torch with complete dignity and a job well done. We've talked about an awful lot of managers being on the move in the summer. Um possible sackings, possible openings that will really push clubs to kind of make a decision, make a call. We've heard countless times this, this throughout this season of oh, is Ten Hag's time coming to an end we don't even know because obviously the new ownership. Pochettino was obviously underachieving at Chelsea, really, with, with the amount they've spent. Eddie Howe. It's very, very clear where Newcastle want to be. 
from their management side, from the fund side, from their investment side, from their ambition side. Last season was a fast track. They were ended up fourth in the Champions League place way quicker than ever expected. That comes with a certain amount of problems. This season is obviously an awful lot less successful. Bad injuries, without a doubt, for Eddie Howe, but also some bad performances throughout the season. How long will they keep him? Because he's not gonna look. He's not gonna be the guy lifting Premier Leagues for for Newcastle. How long will Eddie Howe last? I think Newcastle will be on red alert this summer with the amount of managers on the move. The, the, the biggest one that comes to mind that I think will push an awful lot of clubs to getting rid of their manager is because I think Bayern is going to let go of Tuchel. Do you think so? Yeah. Like, they're dangerously still in second. They have a big game this weekend as well, but Leverkusen are playing Bayern this weekend. So that'll be very talented. That'll be very... Like, if Leverkusen go and beat Bayern this weekend... Who's to say it? Bayern can Bayern's hierarchy can get pretty mad like that and they just go. Yeah. So I think Tuchel will push a lot of managers at big clubs. I think so. You know, there's so, a lot of managers on the oh, move. There's so many. But how long has Eddie Howe there? Eddie Howe is there since No, how long has he do you think ooh, left? Left. Like the, the, he like, like look, are not in the Champions He did overachieve. He overachieved last season. Mm. But he's certainly underachieving this season. Like, I have sympathy for the amount of injuries. But he's, I'm sorry, but he's not the only manager facing a load of injuries mm. this year. And even right now, like, drawing four all to Luton at home last, last weekend. It's poor management. It's I'm poor sorry, game but they, they had, they're very close to their full team. Yeah. They're missing Nick Pope, okay? Pope is a big miss, especially for that defensive record. Mm. But it's their back four, and the back four was brilliant last year. But it's still the back four. It's still Bruno Gamares. Still Longstaff. Yeah. Isaac. Isaac's still there. Almiron is still there. Mm. Gordon has Gordon been better. better than last year. He's a doubt for this weekend. But he's still been there. Yeah. Harvey Barnes is coming back now. So the blow of Gordon isn't as big anymore. They still have some. They finally have someone to come in and take his spot. Yeah. Like they're missing Joe Linton. They're missing Callum Wilson. And they're missing Nick Pope. They're the, right now, they're the three guys. Now they're also missing Willock and Target. Yeah, yeah, but, but no, like, yeah, yeah. But did, I think Tonali has been a big miss as well. <coughs> Look, I they, just still think that they don't think Eddie Howe has they haven't done a good job this year, they personally. Haven't improved like they should have when all these boys came back. No, they really haven't kicked No, they're, on. Still, they're still throwing away points here and there. Yeah, they really are. I think, I think the end of the season. I think there'll be like uncomfortable they, conversations had. Yeah, I think if they finish in the eighth region, you know, <coughs> sorry, the likes of a West Ham and stuff finishing ahead. That won't sit well. <coughs> it will not sit well. It will not. West Ham after losing Declan Rice, no way. That, that's not going to sit well. And like Wolves, Wolves are creeping dangerously close to them as well. Gary like, O'Neill's just like, doing But all it takes is like these sort of teams, like say Wolves finish ahead of them. Yeah, they're going to look. They're not going to be lucky with that. Look at Wolves' window. Look, look at their look, summer. The some Wolves were a basket case in the summer. Gary O'Neill has come in. The, what was it? A couple of days before the first game, he walked. Yeah, out of that club. So this is a waste of time. 
Gary O'Neill has just done such a phenomenal job. Just such a phenomenal job. But I think Eddie Howe is under a bit of trouble. I think so as well. And deserve, but deservedly so. Because I can't see them, I can't see them picking up steam no. towards the end of the year. I think if they haven't done it now, I don't think they're going to just pull it out of the hat from now until no. May. I think, I think Eddie Howe's in trouble. And his reputation won't be damaged for it. No, it won't be. He's, He's done a great job. really good at that ex- rebuild sort of team and galvanising the support and getting them on side. Mm. But in terms of where, like you said, in terms of where Newcastle want to be and expect to be with the money that will be pumped in, ninth place isn't what they're after. It's time for my picks of the week. Bounce back last weekend with a green weekend. I was two from three. What was my one I didn't get? I was Spurs. Spurs. It was Spurs away. And... Oh, they let Everton back in. They were tuning up. Yeah, that was that's un- look. That's unfortunate. That's unfortunate. I'll give you. It's unfortunate. But it was it was a good weekend for me. Green weekend, which I needed to get back. I love my picks. This How's week. that spreadsheet going? I love my picks this week. My spreadsheet's okay. It's only one game. Only one game week. But I love my picks this week. Hit me Absolutely with them. Adored. Hit me with them. Come on. Luton. At Luton. home to Sheffield. Sheffield, yeah. Four to seven. Look, it's a safe one, but I think it's a banker. Should be. I think that's I don't think Sheffield stand a stand a chance at Luton. I really I really hope I'm gonna take my um journalist neutral non biased hat off. I really hope Luton stay up. Why? I really like how they've everyone wrote them off to start here. Luton town coming mm. up bent fuck all. Yeah. And just Played really, really good and recruited really, really well. They've played really well. Recruited really, really well. Barkley. Ogbeni, Barkley, Mengi. Yeah. All these sort of players. Doughty on the left is amazing. The goalie's brilliant. Adebayo yeah. up front is fantastic as yeah. well. And he switches it up. He always has a different deep plan. He's always swapping the num- the starting 11 for Taylor into different games. The manager has done really well. I didn't even know who he was when he came Neither, into the league. No, I hadn't a clue. And I just really, really like them. I'm moving to Villa Park. Okay. Where I have Manchester United winning that game. Interesting. I think, okay, Martinez is out, but I think they have the attack there and the boys are firing now, finally. I think the high line from Villa will well, play I, right into United's hands. I think it's a big battle in the mid, in the midfield. Yeah, really. I think, definitely. I think Villa's midfield is fantastic. I think United now have a competent midfield and a balanced midfield. Not saying with confidence I think United will win the midfield battle, but I think they can win the midfield battle. I think so too. I also think United can keep them out. I think their defence is really defending well recently. Okay, I think Maguire is going to come in instead of Martinez. I think Maguire has had a great season so far. One or two mistakes worries me from that I saw against West Ham that could have cost genuinely two goals. Mm-hmm. Love Ran in. I think. I think Casemiro and Manu in front of that. Yeah. Really think, shores look, them Shaw up. Shaw is really good. Dallow. Dallow's really playing good. really good. I, I, I just like. Onana made a few saves last game too. He actually did. I, I just like. I like United right now. Until I don't. But Fair right enough. now, I like United. Fair enough. That's two to one. That's, I mean, I, I, I really like those odds. All odds from Paddy Power, by the way. And we do hope for sponsorship very soon. Finally. 
You might hit, you might not like this one. But I have Chelsea. To beat Palace. I have Chelsea to beat Palace on Monday night. I think Chelsea will win that game. I think Chelsea Andy. will win that game. I don't like Palace at all. I, I don't like Palace at I all. I think the energy, the enthusiasm and the belief has just been zapped out of Palace. And I think it's been reinstated into Chelsea a yeah. touch from yesterday. I think so and too. And it's not just the win from yesterday. It's actually the performance. I think they performed really, really well. I think Poch will go down that route of show me my cup final team. I, I think, think that'd be I think that'd be a clever way for Poch to go about his business as well. Yeah, and I think they're look they're almost even, so it's it's, it's they're really good value like against such a poor Palace team with Elise and Eze out probably. But I mean, yeah, I mean Jackson got on the score sheet. Ends what a great game. Gallagher, great. Game. I think they have a have a great chance. I do as well. They're my three picks, and I'm very confident about them. But now I'm going to race through the weekend for you. I want to hear your opinions. Quick fire, quick fire. Man City off the back of five wins at home to Everton. Haaland is going to shut you up from the last episode. No. And he's going to score a few. Okay. I would say have City winning. Yeah. I have City winning as well. Fulham, Craven Cottage, Bournemouth. I think that'll be a good game. I think it's a good game too, you know. I'm trying. I think Bournemouth are going to get the away win there. I think Bournemouth will get the away win yeah, too. Yeah, I think yeah. it'll be close to one maybe. Although Fulham will have a bit of wind in their sails after dropping the two goals at Burnley. And F- Fulham have the, um, a new man up front. The do, Broha. Yeah, so if he starts, it'd be interesting to mm. see how he gets on. He could get a debut goal. I, don't, I, like, I, Bourne- actually, I like Bournemouth, though. And I don't like Broha. So, <laughs> let's see. Liverpool at home to Burnley. Diogo Jota is being captained in my fantasy. That's enough. <laughs> Liverpool win. Oh, yeah. They bounce back good after few, their bad performance. I don't think there's a better game to have. Probably not. Probably after, well, after Sheffield. I think Sheffield at least would sit back and soak it all up for 90 yeah, minutes. Yeah. Burnley are going to be like, let's do this. Let's push them. Let's press them. Yeah. Let's leave all space in behind for the guys to run into. 4 0. <laughs> Luton at home to Sheffield. Do you agree with me? Luton win. Uh, Spurs at home to Brighton. Spurs win. I have a Spurs win there. I think their press with how Brighton play out from the back. Mm. I think Spurs will just it'll be it'll be a mistake ridden game. Yeah, from Brighton. Uh, Wolves at home to Brentford. I have Wolves. So do I. Even with Tony. Yeah, yeah. Nottingham Forest at home to Newcastle. I am looking at a draw. Forest went to Newcastle. If you remember, is when Chris Wood announced himself to the Premier League and they walked them. I remember. Did a lot of did a, did a lot of injuries at the time, Newcastle though. I think Forrest will win. And I have a draw. Okay. Back up onto the start of Super Sunday. We have West Ham. Topic of conversation tonight. At home to Arsenal. This is the game last season, if you remember, where the wheels fell off the wagon for Arsenal. Do you remember? They Bring were 2 0 up. Bring me back. Saka missed the penalty. And West Ham came back. It was the beginning of their it was after the game at Liverpool. But this is what cemented they started going two 0 up in games How and they West started Ham dropping win it or draw it. I don't remember, but they this was it. The game drew two. It was two all. They were two 0 up. Saka had a penalty, Jeez. missed it, and then West Ham went up the pitch, scored. They I and don't know whether they po- drew or how they many lost. points did Arsenal lose the league by? I was like, I was a few in the end, but yeah. like there was, it was all because they dropped points like yeah, that in silly places. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I think, oof, I think oh, that, I have Arsenal winning. I think that's a tough game for Arsenal. I think that's so a, why. I've Arsenal winning that game I think there's a lot of belief in Arsenal I think there's a lot of belief that's why I think that's a huge win last weekend and if they win that game they'll keep building Mm -hmm. I'm going to trust my gut I'm going to say Arsenal win are you agreeing with me with Aston Villa Man United I do 
I think United will win. And do you agree with me with Palace, Chelsea? Yeah, Chelsea win. Guys, there we go. That's what you've heard, our opinion. Have a great Premier League weekend and we will see you next week. Bye.